Welcome to Journal Life on Wales. I'm Stacey. And I'm Chris. Okay, and welcome to episode three, which is Seeing the World on Wheels. Thanks for joining us. We are having a bit of a celebration this episode. We want to say a massive thank you to all the support and all the feedback that we've had on the previous two episodes. Yep. Um, it's been a great launch so far, so we've decided to pour ourselves a wee glass of champagne. And, and celebrate. Celebrate. So, cheers. Cheers. So, our third episode is all about travel. I haven't done a lot of travelling, if I'm being honest, since COVID and since the lockdowns. <laughs> Says you, who was away last weekend. <clears throat> Well, that's right. Yes, that's right, actually. But um, that was with the wheelchair rugby, which we probably will, I probably will mention that a wee bit um, in this episode, simply because I have done a wee bit of travelling, you know, with the team lately. And that is quite different, you know, travelling in that group setting as well, especially when there's quite, quite a few wheelchair users, you know, to navigate that. I personally haven't been away an awful lot with a lot of wheelchair users. Oh, JPC, you should try it. It's fun. <laughs> It's like uh, <laughs> I can imagine. You know, Don't get me wrong, I have done it, but um, not a for the amount of time that I've been away in different holidays, it hasn't been. It hasn't been a thing with wheelchair users. I think one of the holidays that comes to mind for me. Um, I know what you're going to say. The the fab holiday, yep. the, the youth club holidays. Yeah. Um, there was quite a lot of us away then. They were brilliant. And quite a few of us Mel. were wheelchair users there. <laughs> good fun there was the odd controversial thing but they were yeah they were, they were good fun for the most part yeah um but that yes logistically that was a lot of wheelchair users and a lot of people with disabilities which you know uh, kind of adds to the things that you have to plan when you're when you're booking a holiday or going away so i think i, I think the first thing that we want to talk about really is um the actual booking of a holiday and like extra considerations and things like that so the first time that I um the first time that I'm thinking of that I booked a holiday myself I've probably booked others as well but I remember whenever I was booking uh Paris uh, we suddenly realized number one wasn't that many um accessible hotels in Paris east towards the city center I don't know how you feel about this but I would assume these days most hotels are wheelchair accessible. Wouldn't you? You've been to Portugal? I've been to Portugal. I haven't been recently on a holiday that I can remember really well, but I have been. Well, I was in Portugal in September there. Mm-hmm. September passed, and I have been to Portugal when I was younger as well. <clears throat> it is terrible for wheelchair users. Okay. Terrible. Cobblestones everywhere, hills everywhere. Hills we can, you know, you and I can do. Yeah. Well, well, within 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 reason. Yeah, but it was just oh, just terrible. Both times, our parties have been told yes, winter accessible, great. As soon as you get there, like there's literally steps into into apartments. Mm-hmm. Winter can't get into the bathrooms. It is awful. Don't go to Portugal. <laughs> you see, I actually wouldn't have associated Portugal with cobblestones, but there you go. They're everywhere. Portugal is just cobbles. Just yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. That that awful. Like I have been before, but I haven't been to a part of it where being like, oh yeah, there's a lot of cobblestones there. Don't Um, get me wrong, like I'm able to make it work. Yeah, but not everybody is. 
I think that goes back to what we were saying in our previous episode of whenever we were talking about whether or not we like to stand out or sit down and um, we were talking at the time about, you know, some wheelchair users will just say yes to the thing and yeah. then... make it work. And make it work when it, whenever they get there, which I think, in essence, a lot of times you have to do that on a holiday as well. Mm-hmm. But we can. A lot of people with yeah. disabilities don't have yeah don't have that option so we would be a little bit more able than than some yeah um there's a lot of different disabilities out there and um i would say we're kind of smack bang in the middle in terms of we are able to do some things uh-huh. um you know but we are i would say most still. things yeah but really? we are still wheelchair users so there are things that are that are obstacles for us yeah when we go abroad but generally speaking like football yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but we make it work. Uh, we make it work when we go. Okay, so um, let's talk about some of those obstacles. Uh, like, cause yeah, we uh, we're we're that little bit more able than some, but we would still come up against things going on holiday. Uh, I know. Just to go back to the booking that whenever um, whenever we were booking to go to Paris, uh, a lot of a lot of the hotels weren't wheelchair accessible. But the other thing, um, the other thing that I found as well that w- that was quite shocking again. I haven't actually booked all holidays myself. I've been with family or whenever we go away as a team. Obviously, you know the the clubs booked them. Mm-hmm. But even those hotels in Paris that were accessible, a few of them were like double the price. Per se, yeah. For, for a wheelchair room, mm-hmm. I didn't think that was very fair. No, it's not. I've definitely found that myself. You're, you're providing yeah. a wee bit of extra space, but you're not providing that much extra. No, exactly. You're not providing, like, like, I'm, t- I'm not going into a wheelchair room and being like, oh my goodness, this is like double the size of, <laughs> of the regular room. No. You, you're sitting there going, oh, this is a little bit bigger, I can sit down beside the bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can get into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So those have been some of the things that I've came across when booking. I mean, I, have you ever thought about... Um, have you ever thought about that when you're booking or have you even came across any obstacles that you've had to think about early in the holiday? Yeah, do you know what's been a real hassle for me over the years? Even um, It was, obviously wasn't too bad whenever I was younger mm-hmm. as a child. Um, but getting older, uh, transfers. Yes. Coaches, obviously. Coaches are an absolute nightmare. <gasps> I never thought about that. For a user. But when I was younger, obviously... My family were able to lift me on and off a coach. Yeah. No problem. Let's face it. I'm older. My parents are older. You know, and just that whole being lifted and stuff. It's not for everybody. Yeah. And as you were saying, you're getting older, so it's not really something you want. No. Shouldn't have to do. No, you shouldn't either. But coaches... I never coaches are an anchor. Coaches are absolutely disaster. Like, I, I, obviously, I can walk a little bit. I I cannot walk walk the, the way people think. I need the Spider Man everywhere. I need to be holding on to stuff. But coaches, like there's coaches some co- there's some coaches even I've had to like kind of bum out of them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Here, that actually brings me to something. Did you see that that TikTok with a girl that yes. had the bum shuffle up through the middle of an airplane yes you showed me the t- oh. what was her name again oh Jeannie Jeannie Barry Jeannie Barry um she's actually on Instagram as um I followed her not that long ago but that that was that was that was shocking and uh, I I know that she ended the video on kind of showing 
how easy it could be if the airline simply just stowed this very tiny aisle chair. Uh, I don't actually know the official name for them, but I know that she ends the video by showing how easy it could be if they just stored this aisle chair yeah, most, most up into the... Most aircraft does have it. I don't know what happened. You're sitting there going, why did that one not have it? Yeah, she's really good life. Really good life, I like that. On Instagram. I like that. And what she had to go through was absolutely horrendous. Like, if that was me, whew, Yeah. There would be trouble. I mean, the one thing... <laughs> Again, I can walk a little bit doing a wee bit of Spider-Man and, I'm, you know, holding on to the seats and stuff. I just go the way up to play and being like, sorry, sorry, Whereas sorry, I don't have that sorry, option. sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. You don't have that option, but yeah. even though I do have that option, I still, like, I, I'm still very conscious. Like, anytime I go with, with rugby or whenever I used to go on those long-haul flights to America with family, I used to be very conscious of, yeah, because I, I have a crap bladder. I mean, my bladder is yeah. woeful. Uh, and I used to be like, oh, I'm going to need to go to the toilet again. I'm going to need to go to the toilet again. Yeah. Like, the last few times I've managed to travel with the rugby, because we've been in a group, I've been able to negotiate an aisle seat most of the time. Simply because um, a lot of my rugby teammates don't need to go to the toilet as much as I do. Like, my bladder is pathetic. Uh... But because we've been travelling in a group, we've had that luxury. Obviously, when you're on a plane with family or by yourself, you've only got a few seats booked, so you don't always have the luxury of swapping seats with people. Yeah. So you can be, you can end up being stuck in the middle or being stuck by the window. Now, as a kid, I used to love the window to see the... I do love the, the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is great. I used to love it as a kid, seeing the... You know, the plane taking off the and taking stuff. Off the landing. But then but then I started to realise as I get older, oh no, wait, this is a bit rubbish if I need the toilet. Yep. <laughs> because I've got to disturb the, the, the Most two, people the don't mind stuff. though. Most you, people you don't do mind. Get, you do get the old grumpy one. But you do still feel kind of bad. I've been on a plane before where somebody has actually kicked off because I was put in their really? seat. And there were the, it was a, an older man, he came up to me and he was like, um, you're in my seat. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do anything about it because I can't stand. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't get up. And he got the whole, the... Cabin crew and all that kind of jazz. That's one, cabin crew. <laughs> he got the cabin crew involved. And I was like, oh, jeepers, I'm mortified. But she put him in his place and just went, you sit down or you get off, <laughs> basically. Really? Yeah. And I was sitting there going, oh my God. For a pleasure, for a pleasure. Um, not to digress, actually, but we had a we had an episode lately. Um, not a podcast episode. I mean, like a happening. We were going away. Uh, we were going away not that long ago to um to competitions. This was with the Irish squad and the airline. I'll not name them because maybe it was a genuine mistake on their system. I have no idea, but. Now, this maybe is not our, it wasn't our fault, but maybe you could have a wee bit of sympathy for the airline being okay. Well, they didn't really think it through logistically. They allowed two rugby, two wheelchair rugby teams to book on. Now, that means, now our team was pretty small. Our team was only like six or seven wheelchair users, but that's still six day chairs and six rugby chairs. Yeah. And the rugby chairs are massive. But then they also let the Netherlands team book on that same flight. Ne- the, the Netherlands team had about 11 players. So oh that's another 11 day charge and another 11 oh rugby charge. 
Well, it turned out that the airplane that's too many we charge for one airplane. <laughs> that, yeah, that's too many we charge for one airplane. Common sense. Oh uh, yes, it is a wee bit of common sense, and you're kind of sitting there going, you know, how did that happen? We yeah. didn't have oversight on the system. But anyway, they played Tetris for ages in the hold, <laughs> and they and they could not fit all the way. Church, I remember our one of our uh, one of our volunteers. Um, one of our club people by the Irish squad test, she actually had to go down on the tarmac with the whole staff and put on one of those bright coloured, put on one of those bright coloured um, jackets and actually start like helping, like directing them, you know, being like, okay, if you, which was really weird to do. Right, yeah. Now, she managed to achieve it, so, you know, well done test. But you can just imagine all these whole staff playing Tetris with <laughs> with these, with like, I can't remember the exact numbers, but like with 17 day chairs and 17 rugby chairs to the point where they had to start, <clears throat> now this is going to sound awful, but they had to start taking um, able-bodied luggage off. Not able-bodied luggage, like obviously the luggage system. <laughs> <laughs> Other passengers. <laughs> Other passengers' luggage. Yeah, like the luggage isn't like walking, walking away, but... <laughs> But they had to start taking off other <laughs> other passengers' luggage because the I suppose the way they were looking at it was right. Well, these people need their wheelchairs. Now, yeah. you, of course, you can make an argument. Well, the pa- everybody needs their luggage. Yep. But I think the airline had to make a decision between okay, these ones need their wheelchairs from the moment they get off the plane. Could you imagine being one of them other passengers? Well, the reason the reason I'm telling this, the reason I'm telling this story is because you were saying about the about the you know about the airline being you know telling the the telling the man listen either either sit down or get off the plane. Yeah. Well, most people were kind of okay about it. Like to be honest, to be fair, if I was one of those passengers, I would be a bit peeved as well. If my if my luggage. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Hope. You're going to a different country without your luggage. Yeah, if my like, luggage if my luggage was going to follow me like two days later, I'd be a bit peeved as well. Yeah. You know, you can only turn your underwear inside out like once. <laughs> you can't like. Can you really do it two days in a row? I don't know, but but um. What do you do, Chris? Well, yeah, what I do is my business, but but I I was kind of saying, so I would be peeved as well if it was me. Um, but but this there who says one gentleman in particular really kicked off about it like he was quite vocal about it. Now I say he kicked off like he didn't stand up and start kicking chairs and stuff. <laughs> but, but but he was quite vocal about it. And the who says had to explain to him multiple times. You know, listen, we've had to make this decision. It is our fault. We've made a mistake somewhere. Somebody should have picked up on the booking. Oh yeah. hold on, there's a lot of weird chairs going on here. Uh, what? However, it happened. Nobody picked up on it, and it did lead to issues. And this mm. one gentleman did kick off. But I have to say, the Earth hostess handled it really, really well. Did they make it work? They, they did make. I mean, they had no choice uh, other than to send a few people's luggage um, behind them a couple of days later. Yeah. Which isn't fantastic. No. But the airline had to make the decision that we need no wheelchairs. Oh. Yeah, you do need your luggage, but you, but you need a wheelchair. But yeah. you, you you tend to need a wheelchair a lot more than you need you know a new shirt or a fresh shirt, clean, clean underwear, or clean underwear. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, yeah. Is any of the charge damaged? 
No, none of the no, none of the chairs were damaged. Uh, but then the rugby wheelchairs, like they're reinforced, they're galvanized steel, right. so they're not easy to damage anyway. As you can imagine, they're they're Fair kind enough. they're kind of built for hard knocks. But so none of the wheelchairs were damaged. A few of our, um, one of our staff and also one of our players, their luggage temporarily went missing. Right. But they okay. did get up. They did get up. But again, just go back to what you were saying. They they are. The are hostess handle handle really well, really well considering the situation. She handled it really well, and we were all kind of sitting there going like, you know, the the the, the airline staff that were on the plane had to take all the jet, you know, all of the all the kind of guff about it. Yeah. But they weren't the, they weren't the poor ones that had made the mistake, you know, know. In, in, yeah. in in picking up the booking. You can see that happening a lot whenever people kick off. Yes. Well, it is always that way. It's it's <coughs> always it's always the customer serving, the customer facing people that have to take the yep. that have to take the brunt of it. But I'd say that was the only difficulty that we've had massively traveling as a group. Um, I'm very lucky that none of the the wheelchairs were damaged because I've had damaged wheelchairs before. Well, <coughs> so have I. No, I've but I've had very minor damage. It's been damaged. But it's usually been like a bent hand rim or something like that. I had a buckled wheel. Oh no, no, fuck mm. that's, that's worse. My big wheel. I shouldn't have said fuck. <laughs> Oops, sorry, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, um, one of my big wheels, <clears throat> I can't remember where we were coming home from, but my my big wheel was damaged. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, luckily it was coming home and not going. Even still, even still, it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. But what know, happened? At least, um, got on to um, wheelchair services and got it sorted. But could you imagine going going on holiday with a buckled wheelchair? And what happened? <laughs> it would be a nightmare. What happened afterwards? Did they? Did you get reimbursement for the wheel? Did they? I can't remember. It was it was years ago. I was a lot younger, but. I'll never forget Go, getting, the, getting the wheelchair back and going, what like, happened oh there? Oh my goodness, that wheel's banjaxed. Yep, it was, it was bad. Do you know what's really funny, actually? I have, well, actually, it's not funny, but um, I've had that thing where if you are in a window seat, particularly this wheelchair is really beat up now, but whenever it was, whenever it was new, whenever you get a new wheelchair, you, it's a wee bit like a new car. You care about it for a few months. <laughs> You're like, oh yes, I must keep this really new. And there has been a few times where like, if you're sitting by the window seat and you can see the, you can see the luggage handlers yep. and you can see your probably wheelchair and you can see the luggage handlers just, just flinging things everywhere. And you, and, <laughs> Do you want to go, here you, <laughs> be careful of And you can kind of see your wheelchair coming up and you're sitting there going, oh no. You know, especially if the wheelchair is newish. Yeah. I, I I know I, I don't know how you feel about this. It's usually once your wheelchair is a few months old, you, you, they, they get knocked and they get scrapes, and after a wee while, you're like, okay, well, it's going to get knocked right away. bit. you can live with that. But but whenever it's, particularly whenever it's very new, you're kind of sitting there going, oh my goodness, they're going to throw that really really hard, aren't they? They're going to throw that really really hard, <laughs> and you're sitting there going, oh jeepers now. I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's different. You and I aren't in an electric wheelchair. No. But I know a lot of electric wheelchairs are bigger. 
Yeah, and heavier. <laughs> so I'm actually wondering. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually wondering. We've actually been there and work with one of the with one of our local health trusts and um, the legislation about the different weights of, of electric wheelchairs and stuff. And some of them are quite heavy. Some of them are heavier than you would think. But anyway, to go back to, to, to go back to what I was saying, I'm kind of wondering. Like I'm worried now about you know my, my wheelchair if it's new getting banged about by the luggage hand loose. But I'm kind of sitting there going. If I had an electric wheelchair that was heavier, what way is that? You're more reliant on it. Yeah, what way is that? You, if you can't push a wheelchair, a manual wheelchair. Yeah, because you, you, you can't, for example, get a self-propelled. <clears throat> like, I'm guessing in the example where your wheel had been buckled, uh-huh. I'm guessing that temporarily you exited the airport in a self-propelled uh-huh. wheelchair that they have sitting about. I would imagine so. If you're, remember. if you're in an electric wheelchair, <laughs> I'm guessing that you're not going to have those kind of options. Or at least you might have that option short term for somebody pushing you out of the airport. Yeah. But what's supposed to happen after that? So that actually, that yeah, that's made me think, you know, what happens if it's a bigger, heavier electric wheelchair? What happens there? Maybe mm-hmm. it's not put on board by Lovey Chandler's. Maybe it goes up like a conveyor belt under the hold. I must actually, I must, yeah. Google, I must Google that to find that out. I know. And what about like um, care walkers and stuff? You bring them. I think they'd be. I think they'd be easy enough. I think I would rem- imagine one of them getting damaged. Oh yeah, because the care walker. Um, I'm guessing that a lot of people listening might know what a care walker is, but a care walker is basically a simmer frame, but instead of pushing it, you pull it behind you. Um, because I think I mentioned care. I think I mentioned care walker and. I think you did. Another episode. So it's basically a simmer frame that you pull instead of push. But uh, even any kind of walking. F- they're more. They're more. Fr- they're even more fragile. I would say than than, yeah, than a wheelchair. So yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing if they're small enough, they can probably go in there. <clears throat> they can probably go in the airplane with you if it can fit into one of the overhead luggage yeah. bins or whatever they're called. But that's kind of that's kind of getting there. I haven't had too I haven't had too much trouble with the actual traveling part of things over the years. It's more being again. I know if I'm away with my teammates and there's quite a lot of which are users going up the ambi lift and getting the you know going back and forth with the aisle seat. Yeah, can take a wee bit of time. Oh, actually, that reminds me of something. I have this wee thing where sometimes the airline let everybody else board first and then do the whole ambi lift and aisle chair thing. Really? I think that's an awful idea. It's usually disabled on first. Well, this is, yes, this is the way I used to remember it being, you know, um, anybody with a disability would go on first. On and I class? Uh, yes, and I think that's the best, <clears throat> I, I think that's actually the better way to do it because a few times we went on last. And see going up and down with that aisle seat and people oh no. people being asked to move. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. Uh, so there has been a few times where we went on last and it's been like, oh, goodness. Does that no. bring you back to the episode we done about um, wanting people to, like, cause a fuss? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you go on that plane last and all the other passengers are already seated. And you have to squeeze up through the aisle on a, on a yeah. aisle chair. You are causing a fuss. Now, yeah. if there's only one of you, it's not a big fuss. But if there's a team of seven interviews, 
you are causing a fuss. <laughs> you know, and other passengers. It's not so subtle. Yeah, and other passengers that, are, that have already been seen done the plane now for 25 minutes start looking around him going like, How did you get nosy? Yeah. <laughs> Why haven't we taken off yet? What's the hold up? Yeah. And you're sitting there going, Hi, it's me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I knew we would very good. Yeah, I knew we would set a Taylor Swift lyric in, but you know, so it's we're, we're you know we're kind of sitting there going, mm-hmm, yep, yep, sorry about this, sorry about this, it's us, it's us. But yeah, um, that is pretty much. Um, I mean, that's been the extent of any fuss that I've had traveling over to places. Yeah, Have you had too. any other obstacles in terms of the actual traveling? I don't think so. Um, no coaches. Coaches are an absolute nightmare. Um, and equipment getting damaged. No, I think that's... That's pretty, well, that's that's pretty much it. That's like. pretty much been it for us. I know recently um, I've been travelling on boats. Have you travelled on many boats? Not in any recent years. None, yeah. I think yeah, I've like, maybe been on a boat once or twice. Well, to be fair, up until recently, until I started going away with the team, I'd only been on two or three boats in my, in my life. I love being on a boat, like... So do I now that I've got my travel sickness down to a team. <laughs> uh, before then I hated it because I used to always vomit. But now that I've got, now that I just take a travel sickness tablet and away I go, I'm like, yeah, love a boat, love a boat. Do you know why I think I love a boat? Why? Two reasons. Mm-hmm. First reason, no security. Well, well, there is security, but it's... <laughs> do you want to cause trouble? <laughs> yeah, I want to cause trouble. Do you know what? No, it's not even that there's no security, but it's not the same type of security as you know, an our line, our port security, which they're doing away with in a couple of years, by the way. But oh, that's, okay. that's, uh, that's a topic for another time. Actually, well, do you know what? No, they're bringing in, they're bringing in advanced... Just go into it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're bringing in advanced scanners um, in airports. Um, I think it's like LiDAR scanners or something. I, don't, I can't remember the technological term for it. But they're bringing in new technology for airports, which is going to lessen the, the security thing. Right. They're not okay. going to need you to remove liquids from your bag and take your shoes and socks off and strip down. <laughs> Basically, now they're just going to x-ray everything right through and be like, yeah, you're fine. I don't know the ins and outs of the technology, but it is a good thing for wheelchair users because I don't know about you, but there's been no time you're going through security. And it can be a wee bit of a, like, there's been no time I've had to, like, yeah. t- take my belt off, take my shoes off, take my <laughs> coat off. There actually was one time on a school holiday uh, or a school trip wasn't a holiday it was a learning it was a it was a learning uh, experience I'm uh, sure it was <laughs> uh, we were going away we were going away to the, the Paris again with another school how many times have you been to Paris I know you think I, I actually <gasps> I'm jealous I, I don't like Paris <laughs> it's not that good is it? I don't even like Paris it's not that good but um, hopefully that was picked up I don't know <laughs> I don't know um, I, I, but anyway um so you don't like Paris? I, I don't like Paris. No. Nope. But we'll not make a big deal of it. I, I just, I think it's grand. I just don't think it's like the, the big thing that it's made out to be. It's not the most romantic no. country. No. I, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's very overpriced as well. Like, very overpriced. And not accessible. And, yeah, it's okay. Um, It's okay. Paris isn't as accessible as I was thinking. Obviously, as I say, whenever we came to the booking... You know, we found out there wasn't a lot of uh, wheelchair accessible hotels, mm. and those that there were were charging like double the money. And I, whenever, whenever I say double the money, I do mean like 
all moved double the money double. for for every check that for room. Yeah, been up against that myself <clears throat> but, so many times. Yeah, like it, it's 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 difficult because you want to go on holiday, but you're sitting there going to write now. I need to pay for these extra things, but I suppose it's just par for the course. But it does it does sometimes seem we've been on for. But we were going to end this this school trip, and I actually did get pulled pulled aside by security, and they basically wanted to strip search me. And I'm sure you were happy enough for that. <laughs> well, you know, I was like, okay. If you must. If you must, okay, big boy. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I, I remember actually the teacher had to come in. Um, our, our music teacher at the time had to come in. And she was like, this was, because by this stage, it already took my hoodie off. It already took my t-shirt off. Like, you were getting ready. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I was, I was halfway stripped off. I, I probably still had my boxers and my jeans on, but I, <laughs> probably. But I, but but I had my shoes, socks, and my top and all off. And the teacher, the the teacher at the time, the teacher came in, because um, we were in a wee room with a wee curtain. It was basically an oversized changing room of sorts. Okay. It wasn't actually the way I thought, because you see in movies and stuff, they kind of take you off to like. An interrogation room down a hallway. It wasn't like that. It was just a wee room over the. It was just a, a wee room about maybe double or triple the size of a changing room with a with a curtain. It really wasn't what it really wasn't what you see in the movies. At least not not in that airport anyway. Oh, were you disappointed? I was a little bit. Yeah, I was. A <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, come on, interrogate me. But uh, but the the I remember the the music teacher at the time. She, she came in and she she was like, you know, is this really necessary? We're a school. We're on a school trip, and she started showing them all these credentials. You know, she she started trying to prove that she was a music teacher. This was a school trip, and all these things. So eventually, before I got naked, she managed to put a stop to it. <laughs> you know. Before you got naked. But I remember, I remember sitting there going like, I remember sitting there thinking because we're we're talking about security. I remember sitting there thinking. It would be quite a lank to go to if you were a smuggler or a, a terrorist or whatever. It would be quite a lank to go to to get a cast of like 14 school children. You know, most of which had disabilities. Had disabilities. Sim- simply, just to, <laughs> simply just to get through airport security. You know, that would be quite a, quite a, quite a bit of effort to go to. You know, yeah. just for that. So I was sitting there going, yeah, you know, that would be quite a, that would be quite a palaver to go to. I'm innocent to swear. Yeah, I'm innocent. <laughs> These wheelchairs are real. They, they cost a lot of money, you know. Um, I don't need them. <laughs> again, if you hired, um, you know, I don't know if you, if you were planning something just to get to your airport security, you know, hiring a bunch of, you know, 14 disabled school children and buying a bunch of wheelchairs for them all to go in. Uh, it's it it's dedication. It would, it would be quite an elaborate. It would be quite an elaborate <laughs> plan to get through airport security. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's easier ways to get through airport security. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah. So they're, anyway, they're gonna they're gonna do away with the whole. Their security's gonna get a lot less, which I think will be good for wheelchair users in the long run. Because they even like removing your shoes and removing your belt and all I've those kinds of things. Have you not? It must be because you're male, female. Yeah. Do I, do I look really? Maybe. Sus- I look really suspicious, and you, you do. And you look really you, innocent. You've got a sketchy look about you. Yeah, and you just look, <laughs> you, you look really innocent. Or just like bite your eyelids. And, yeah. See, before we get into another discussion, get that bottle over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got an empty glass. Yeah, you do. 
okay so we're not actually going to get into another topic but um join us next week for part two of seeing the world on wheels